I'm Ross, and I'm a curious parent. I'm John, and I'm an education expert. This is From the Sidelines. Bite-sized study tips to help you help them through. Hello, welcome to From the Sidelines. Uh, We're helping you to help them through with study tips, advice, bite-sized chunks of information um, to help you and and young people uh, to achieve the best that they can. Uh, We've got John Tate, our resident guru, um, who's giving us the the tips and tricks as we go through this. Uh, And I'm Ross, and uh, basically the curious parent wanting to find out more information. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Really, really interested uh, to talk about this today and really to try and get this information to whether you're a parent, a carer, a grandparent, um, anyone that's really championing and, you know, our, our young people at home um, and how we can, like you said, give some really bite-sized information, really quick, really short, uh, kind of take all the kind of educational and academic language out of it and just make it really simple, the things that people can do that, you know, today or the very next day at home, um, you know, to help them, help them through. So, yeah. And, and and that's what, if you've listened to our podcast and, and watched John's videos up until this point, hopefully you'll already be, be appreciating is this isn't for parents who are educators. This is for every single parent. Um, and it's about helping you in terms of practical advice and tips that you can do now um, with your young people. Um, right, John, we've had some interesting topics so far, but today I'm seeing that we're talking about tomatoes. Is that right? You are right, Ross. We are going to be talking about tomatoes, um, but with a little bit of a spin on this. Right. Okay, so let me let me take you in a bit of well, a bit of an Italian lesson. Mm. We're going to be talking about something called the Pomodoro technique. Okay. Okay. And Pomodoro is the Italian word for tomato. And the re- and the link here, because you still might be thinking, why are you telling me this? The link here is that many people might remember or might have seen or might have had either in their 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 kitchens or their parents' kitchens. A, a tomato-shaped kitchen timer that normally yeah. times, you know, how long you how long you think have something on the, the oven for, that kind of stuff. And they were very kind of popular traditionally before ovens had digital timers and that kind of stuff. So it's the, the Pomodoro technique because we're going to be talking about the optimum amount of time that your child should be studying for before they have a break. So that's the link back to back to tomatoes. So you were right. We are talking about tomatoes. I'm I'm glad you've clarified that because I was a little bit puzzled as to how that would come into to study study skills and and advice. Um, so okay, so we talk about optimal length of time for studying. Yeah. What is it? Okay. What we all, what we would always say is is twenty five minutes. Okay. Okay. So twenty five minutes of kind of intense focus, concentration, and real you know high high end study, followed by a five minute break. Okay. So there's always a five-minute break coming so that it, you, you, you can really make sure that you work really hard, you really concentrate, no distractions, knowing that there's a, almost a reward, I suppose, coming in terms of five minutes. So that's really easy for parents to know. No jargon there. 25 minutes, five-minute break. If you get that right, yeah. it starts to make a big difference. We've we've been told, and you know, I've heard it plenty of times, you, you have to put in the hours yeah, correct. Of preparation mm-hmm. um, before you take an exam yeah. or, you know, going through a, a particular period of time in, in, in school or college. Um, and that basically we need to study for long lengths of time. Yeah. So, so are you saying that that's not correct? And we don't need to study for long lengths of time. We study for 25 minutes. You're kind of half right there, I suppose. Okay. And, it, and it can be quite kind of off-putting to hear exactly what you said. We need to put the hours in. You know, it suggests hours at a time. What I'm saying is that over a length, over a period of time, you might put the hours in and put that time in, but always in short, sharp bursts. 
So always stick to 25 minutes, have a five minute break. And if you then need to do an hour or two hours, that's fine. Because a 25 minute Pomodoro with a five minute break, let's do the maths, adds up to 30 minutes, half an hour, perfectly fits into two Pomodoros per hour. Yeah. So therefore, if you want to do four Pomodoros in the evening and do two hours, that's great. But you shouldn't do two hours in one go because we know that the longer we keep going, a bit like I suppose if you were gonna, we were gonna go outside and, and, and have a race or you know do some sprinting, we would start off pretty quickly with that high intense activity. And very, very quickly, we would start to get fatigued. Yeah. We would start to be really tired. And then we would start to, you know, either our, our technique or our kind of effort would, would wane away pretty quickly. Mm. The same happens when our children study. So let's make sure it's short and sweet, 25 minutes. They get a reward of a five minute break in which they can potentially get up, go to the toilet, you can maybe even give them their phone back if you've taken it if you've just taken it away from them so they don't have any distractions. They can check their notifications, they can do whatever they want in that five minutes, you know, and then they can come back and refocus for the next 25 minutes. That's far better than trying to study for a whole hour at one point in time. So yeah, 25 minutes, five minute break, it's way better. So we need to get out of this habit of thinking that I've done two hours tonight, solid three hours. Well, actually, like it, it, it's no good. It might sound good mm. to tell people. Mm. But we know that that last, you know, hour, two hours has been nowhere near as efficient or effective than the first 25 minutes. So it's mm. kind of pointless. Mm. And I'm guessing there's there's part of that which is about the fatigue, like you're saying. Yeah. But also helping with the mindset of, you know, 25 minutes is quite a short period of time, mm -hmm. realistically. So for a young person using that as a study piece i i can imagine you kind of feel like right well i'll, I'll get this done because i've got 25 minutes and yeah. it's not going on for hours and then you know i will have a break and it's mm -hmm. almost that kind of sort of finite time isn't it, yeah, it is. aspect to it and, and, and i think that it does it, it it helps that you a bit like when there's a finish line in place as well yeah. you know, think about it again going back to the, the running example yeah in a race if somebody just said all right mm -hmm. we're stopping now mm -hmm. people would go well I, I didn't know if yeah. i knew it was coming towards the end i'd have worked really hard yeah. So having that that finish line, that that twenty five minute period, allows us to really really work hard up until that point, knowing that at that point we are going to stop, and we are going to kind of get up and have a rest. Whereas if it's just kind of ongoing and ongoing and ongoing, then we get disinterested pretty quickly. Mm. You know, and it can become very very long and very tedious, and it's not good for anybody. So definitely having those set periods of time, mm. and it also lets you as a parent come up and almost monitor and check after twenty five minutes what have they achieved in that twenty five minutes. And as teachers, we do this in the classroom as well. You know, we actually break bigger tasks into smaller chunks so we can do progress checks. So we can actually check, right, we're 10 minutes in now. You should have done question one and yeah. two. Yeah. Rather than leaving it 50 minutes and then finding yeah. out, well, hang on, a lot of these kids haven't done much. After, at this point, you should have done. So it's very good to be able to go back in after 25 minutes as a, as, a, as a parent and look at what they've done and actually have they achieved what they should have achieved in that 25 minutes, roughly. Again, you might not know that from a content point of view, but if they've not put pen to paper, or if they've written five or six words, then actually that, that doesn't equate to 25 minutes work. So you can kind of see that from their output on the paper. And and for those of have, have, um, have listened and, and watched the previous podcast episodes, th this again is very much about getting the young person, their mindset ready for an exam situation realistically. And in an exam situation, you have a set amount of time that you have to perform in. Uh, you don't have 
three days to do your exam. Yep. Um, and so therefore, what you're saying here is brilliant that it's implemented in the classroom, but it's really important it's implemented at home because when you get to an exam, you have that set amount of time and you need to know that you're in that race and you need to perform for that race. Completely agree. And, and, and teachers do this quite a lot. We talk about kind of how many minutes you would get for a certain question. Yeah. You know, like if you had 30 questions, 50 questions, 80 questions over a period of time, then you need to spend... You know, if it's a one mark question, one minute on a question. If it's a two or three mark question, two or three minutes on that. So those type of things, again, we can put that and we can get our our children really um, expert really on time management. Because that's another thing why students sometimes don't do very well in exams. Mm. They know the content, but they haven't, you know, they spent so long on the first question yeah. and, and that they haven't been able to get through the whole paper. So time management and being able to kind of, what I would, I, I use the phrase kind of get to the get go. Like, come on, right now, we're going to start now, ready, go. You've got 25 minutes. I want to see how much you've done in that 25 minutes yeah. and really looking at kind of how they can perform under that, as you said, that the pressure of a timed environment, which is what they're going to kind of you know, perform in, in an exam. And also it doesn't have to always be in the same subject. You know, we can actually have Pomodoros where we have, you might do maths for the first 25 minutes for the second half an hour, you know, in terms of that next 25 minutes that lead you up to the hour, you might do English or equally if, 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 if somebody says, well, I, but I need to do more than 25 minutes. I need to do loads on this night. Well, that's fine. You can do maths all night, but let's just spread it into 25-minute blocks. So we always get that break period and almost a reset and a refresh of the mind, the body, everything, so we can hit the ground running again at the start of the next 25 minutes. So I think that's really important to think about when we're scheduling different subjects throughout the night, that it can be the same subject split into 25 minutes, or you can alternate the subjects, which, again, makes it really fresh and really different. So for for grandparents parents carers look, looking to help is it a case of essentially making sure that their son or daughter doesn't study for too long in one go yeah that, that that that's it because again just because you are studying for long periods of time doesn't mean to say you'll be any more effective mm. you are generally less effective the longer that you study for before you have a break so if parents can have that in mind and parents and carers can actually you know use that and, and ensure that they're only studying for short periods of time but also linking back to, to, to a previous video and, and a podcast we've done, before they start that 25 minutes, making sure that everything that they need is available on the desk and within arm's reach. Yeah. Because we need to make sure that, like we've said, that when you like almost you know fire the starting gun at the start of that 25 minutes, start the watch, whatever you're going to do, you need to make sure that they are starting. Not that they're going to waste the next five or 10 minutes looking in bags, finding things, plugging laptops in, oh, I needed the toilet, I'm coming for a drink. We're 10 minutes in now, nothing's happened. So your job as a parent can really be to make sure that, that, that that's there. And, it, and it's within arm's reach as well. Sounds simple, doesn't it? It, it, it is really, really simple. Now, this is probably one of, those, one of the most simple ones because actually you can really feel that you're helping as well because actually you're the one that's timing. You're the one that's saying start. You're the one that's going in and saying 25 minutes is up now. You're really controlling that environment. And then you can also then link all that in with when you go back in you know ask them what they've done check on the progress how they've done find out you know have they got the equipment they need to start with ask them what task they're doing you can really become involved and, and i think parents can become a lot more involved in what their child is doing by by owning and kind of monitoring this situation like this and also by telling the you know the, 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 your, your child that actually 25 minutes is the best period of time we don't want you know to study for too long and that's going to be music to every child's ears ever, isn't it? Like, you know, we don't want you to study for more than 25 minutes at a time. Happy days. You know, I'm sure if my parents had said that to me, I'd have been over the moon. It is, yeah. And just to finish off with, um, I think there's, there's a couple of bits there, isn't there? Number one is, bear in mind we're saying there is a set amount of time to, to study. It is really important that therefore that 
does happen early on and it's not left until the last minute prior to an exam where you give them 25 minutes to prepare for the next day's exam. That's that's not what we're looking at here. This is why it's important to, to look at this at an early stage and get all of these little golden nuggets that we're saying planned and in place. Um, you know, because realistically what you're saying is, I bet a lot of listeners probably wouldn't have thought this, that one of the podcasts around study skills is what we're saying is actually don't let them study for too long, really. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, And just back up what you said there, it's all about habits. Yeah. It's all about building yeah. really high quality, sound study habits early on, whether that's early as in the younger they are or earlier as in earlier the year in that year yeah. before the kind of exam at the end of the year. So like you said, it's not the night before. It's not suddenly kind of on the morning and, and over breakfast and when everything's really stressed. It's that little and often approach that actually kind of does this. And a, a little bit like, the, you know, the, I'm sure as a, as a parent, you've read it, the tortoise and the hare, you know, think yeah, about who yeah, wins yeah. the race, you yeah. know, it's that kind of slow and often kind of, you know, you know, little and often kind of slow and steady pace. That is ultimately what's going to kind of make the biggest difference because we're building those habits all the way through the year so that there's not suddenly a big stress factor on the body the night before or the week before an exam where we have to totally change all of our routines. We're doing this all the way through so it's no different to us. So that is the, ultimately the secret. Love it. You're welcome. Thank you very much, John. Um, as always, like I say, you know, brilliant little pieces of advice that we can see how practically they can be implemented and have a, have a massive impact yeah. on, on, you know, on, on our young people. So... Thank you very much. Uh, we hope you've uh, you've enjoyed this one. Um, short, sweet, to the point. Pretty much like Pomodoro and how it should how it should run. Yeah, we, we should have timed it to be a twenty five minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, ho yeah. Hopefully, I'm going above that. Otherwise, we're in trouble, <laughs> aren't we? We're not we're not doing as we say. And um, we'd love to see you again for our next podcast and our next uh, little film series. Um, but yes, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Thanks.